Today, we continue with part two of our conversation with intuitive reader and life coach, Marie Murray. We'll drop right in where we left off last time. Marie was sharing about how different people can show up in our lives and show us these patterns where we have yet to heal from. And we'll catch Lori in mid-thought here as she's talking about how that idea has shown up in her life, how it can relate to shadow work. To learn more about Marie, you can visit minxalchemy.com. That's M-Y-N-X, alchemy.com, or email her at minxalchemy at gmail.com. To contact myself or Lori, you can email us at spiritroadpodcast at gmail.com. Welcome to Awkwardly Zen Presents Spirit Road, a podcast about our spiritual journey where we can be awkwardly ourselves. It's a path that can be funny, absurd, enlightening, and life-changing all at the same time. Join us as we explore this mysterious world and life we live in. I'm Tim Behrens. I'm Laurie Hewitt. And this, and this is, is Spirit Road. Road. I was just thinking that for me on my spiritual journey it took me a while but when I finally realized just as you were saying Marie I had to confront my own shadow pieces of it and that's what helped to shift me as I did that work probably all of 2020 basically was for me was spent in shadow <laughs> was doing shadow work and as I was working with that it became clear to me that as I cleared that and became conscious of it, then like you, it was like I stopped reacting in the same ways. I stopped being triggered. And what I realized, though, is, and you're right, I think each time I bump up against something again, fear, whatever it is, it's always at a different level of consciousness. And it's not as gut-wrenching as it was the first 10 times I perhaps did it. But it still, it helps me recognize it a little sooner each time. And then I can shift the way I interact with whatever or whoever is causing that reaction. The other thing that happened was I started seeing everyone and everything as a mirror for me of, okay, if I'm reacting to something, especially in a negative way, what is it that I don't want to see about myself? And how do I focus that back inward again and find those parts of me that are, are responding that way and are trying to hide? So it's really been helpful to not take everything so personally and really shift it to how is this reflecting to me what I need to work on next, which has been very powerful yeah. I think, on my journey. Yeah, the shadow, I used to think that my shadow was something that needed to be banished, like it was bad. But through my journey, I learned that my shadow was trying to protect me against yes. different things. The fear um, was protecting me from going too far, venturing too far outside my comfort zone, because inside my comfort zone, I was safe. So the shadow aspects of myself was trying to keep me safe. It wasn't my enemy. It wasn't something that needed to be banished. And once I realized that and um, I did some 
some visualization uh, meditation where I met my shadow and it was it was beautiful and it was heartbreaking to see these aspects of myself that I've just pushed back so far that you can't even see them coming into the room where not the room but well in the visualization it was a room and in that moment the most amazing healing um took place where my light aspect embraced my shadow aspect and we learned to work together to integrate without the light there's no shadow it's a balance it's with the with even with the with the symbology of the yin yang with the dark aspect and the light aspect and within the dark there's a light aspect and within the light there's a dark aspect and learning how to balance those really we are all whole and we there's nothing wrong with us we do go through these healing journeys for a reason but so we're not broken but just integrating those really did give me a more a feeling of of wholeness and um we're a badass team at this stage. So the the light and the shadow aspects of myself, and I, I, I even love the shadow aspects of myself. If there's a little work that needs to be done when it's getting too crazy, we do that together. Mm-hmm. So just having that balance was was such a beautiful thing for me. And hearing you say that, it reminds me that what I find with those parts of me that were banished, they hold all this incredible wisdom and knowledge a lot of times. And as I can work with that and clear the fear around it, then like you say, it integrates and we're able to be stronger as a result of that. Yeah. I I like that. It does seem like shadow work is reintegrating parts of ourselves that did not, Mm -hmm. did not really function at some point in time. Right. Or even like the the ego is there to protect us or that shadow is there to protect us. Um, but often that conversation becomes, are you protecting a version of me that still needs it? Or are you protecting a version of me that I haven't fully accepted and loved in myself? You know, that kind of leading into that child work, like there are things that I couldn't handle when I was younger, that now if those things come up and I have the recognition of that, that spiral that you speak of, that it's like, I have different tools for navigating that. And so then the shadow work becomes a conversation. It's like, do you need to protect me from this? Or is this something that we can navigate together? And and if we can navigate it together, then it becomes integration and evolution. Exactly. Do you hear how beautiful that is? Yeah. Did did you hear yourself? It's beautiful. (laughs) It really is. Yeah. And, and I love, I love the duality of it too. Even as we were talking earlier in the conversation, this idea, I feel like being for me that being in lower vibrational energetic states has been the only way that I've been able to develop in a recognition for when I'm in those higher vibrational states. It's like I can't have that recognition without some contrast to compare it to. And I think that's just kind of the nature of life, the yin and the yang, the the expansion and the contraction, the the loss and the overcoming. It's like it's just it's part of human nature that we need those that spectrum in order to be able to learn and grow and 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 experience and evolve. Yeah, it's really and it really is. I think from a distance, sometimes we're when we're immersed in it, it can be very challenging and very difficult and sometimes overwhelming. But it's like when we get that perspective where we can reframe it 
and see the spiral, then it, it really is kind of beautiful. Yeah. It's like, wow, this is why I'm here. This is the classroom. This is this That's is, uh, what I'm saying. It's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> really is. That's amazing. Yeah. And how lucky are we to get to experience this, especially at this time in 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 human history? How lucky are we to to be here to see all these crazy things and to integrate all these crazy things and to to be able to see how our light aspects are growing stronger and stronger and stronger every day, new gifts unlocked, or well, not new gifts, gifts that were there, unlocked and channeling from places you didn't even know you could channel from, et cetera, et cetera. But that shadow aspect, always there. And yes, if you, uh, you need, oh, Laurie, you said the most beautiful thing about the wisdom those shadow aspects carry it's different from the wisdom of the light aspect much different mm -hmm. it's rooted yeah. more in embodied spirituality you know here on the ground where we where we need to live and interact and go through all these things and i feel that as i'm speaking to you it's a different energy and um from the light aspect our divine nature, our angelic nature, our, it feels different mm -hmm. when we talk about the lighter aspects and then when you talk about the darker aspects, the shadowy aspects. And bringing those two together for me is a beautiful marriage of really embodying being a spiritual warrior, having fought these battles. I mean, if you're sitting on a, on a hilltop playing a harp and being all divine, where's your battles? Stepping into that shadowy places really makes you this warrior. And we are here to fight for, well, each one of us are here for a, for our soul's purpose. But I kind of like the idea of being a spiritual warrior. I really resonate with that. Well, and it's, it's as my guides keep telling me, it's the reason we chose to incarnate at this particular time, or I think any time really, is to bring those two things together, awaken ourselves, and then we get the honor of helping others and yeah. kind of being in that forefront in a sense of doing our work and then helping guide others through theirs. Yeah. So that, and I think that's the work that you're starting to do, Marie, with folks is yeah. helping them to begin to understand that and put it together and begin to step into that place of centeredness and alignment for themselves so it's a real it's a real gift even though sometimes i'm like okay guys i'm ready to go home now and my guides always say oh no now it's just getting interesting this is why you're here so yes i think we are spiritual warriors in that respect and it was interesting that in me learning to integrate and balance the, those two aspects of myself aligned me to a point where my my divinity, my divine nature became super clear and my soul's purpose became clear. And well, that is a topic for another day because that seems to be evolving. Even as you think you're, we're okay with this is what we're doing. This is what we came here for. And there's always this extra little thing that gets hooked on it. But the point is that's where I found my alignment. That's where my I was able to access everything I'm able to access. And that is where I'm honored and super excited and grateful. That's where I 
where I'm teaching from. That's where I'm coaching from. And as we're kind of closing in on time here, I'm wondering if we could take just like a minute to, I'd be curious to hear for, for you and your perception, like where you are in your path right now, like what's, what's really present for you right now in your practice. And also like if someone hears us and they want to find you, like where would they, where would they look? <laughs> okay. Um, where I'm currently finding myself is uh, really at a point in my life where that I've been dreaming of, uh, really stepping into my power and allowing spirit to do its magic and just bring these things in. And in bringing, if I, when I say bringing these things in, part of that is bringing in my soul tribe, bringing in my community, the people I am meant to work with uh, will be, oh, have been coming in and I'm super excited for this great work to to begin uh, there's there's very specific <laughs> mission mission notes for for the work that I'm going to do but it's great it's beautiful and I like to well I thought like Laurie said in the beginning I was just going to read tarot and oracle cards and that really just morphed into something completely different into into coaching into soul coaching and uh, energy work while I love tarot and oracle I use that it's one of my favorite modalities so I use a lot of different modalities depending on what the the situation calls for I have everything around me when I work with someone and if energy clearing or cord cutting is called for then that's what I'll do. So I don't separate, let's say, my services into channeling, tarot, whatever. It's developing into into a whole nother animal completely and it's still developing and um, I'm having so much success working with people. I've also seen from working with people that uh, I'm an ascension activator, so when I work with people, there's always something that really gets in there and the person will be radio silent for a few days and then the email or the whatever will come through and you'll never guess what happened. And then I'm like, yay, level up. Let's do this. Um, yeah, and if, especially people feeling stuck or directionless or lost, people at crossroads, those are people and people with a growth mindset who's really willing to come in and do the work and learn and listen. It's just amazing. I'm so honored to be, to be working with them. So my business name is Minx Alchemy, M-Y-N-X, Minx Alchemy. And I do have a website, www.minxalchemy.com. And people can also send me an email at minxalchemy at gmail.com. Yeah, I think that's pretty much where you guys can find me. Unless yeah. you want to come to Bloemfontein, South Africa, which I would not recommend <laughs> at the moment. Road trip because it's spring over there. Oh, it's <laughs> so amazing. <laughs> yeah, no, it's amazing. I wonder as we're, as we're closing this, you, you shared some of your, your native language with us. I'm wondering if we could close with that. Could you just thank folks for listening? And Sure. <laughs> so my native language is Afrikaans. 
Tim, Lori, baie, baie dankie vir die uitnodiging vandag, om hier by julle te kan wees, dit was vraag lekker, ek het het vreselijk baie geniet, en ek sien uit om weer na julle te kyk. Lovely, thank you so much, thank you for, for being here with us. Thank, thank you, you so much for having me.